Chapter 27 Leaflet Evangelism The indiscriminate use of tracts by those whose zeal exceeds their wisdom has led many good people to question their value. It is foolish, however, to allow our prejudice against poor tracts to blind us to the value of good ones, and good ones can be had. The choicest thoughts of the best writers can now be found in leaflet form, and many a soul has been awakened by one of these silent messengers that God has put into the hand at just the right moment. A man stepped into a streetcar in New York, and before taking his seat, gave each passenger a little card bearing the words, Look to Jesus when tempted, when troubled, when dying. One of the passengers carefully read the card and put it in his pocket. As he left the car, he said to the giver, Sir, when you gave me this card, I was on my way to the ferry, intending to jump from the boat and drown myself. The death of my wife and son had robbed me of all desire to live, but this card has persuaded me to begin life anew. Good day, and God bless you. There is no such thing as chance in this world, and those who seek to be led by the Spirit often find themselves messengers of mercy to some weary soul. A lady once traveled two hundred miles to tell the writer personally how a card he had given her had led to her conversion. It lay in her bureau drawer, bearing its silent testimony from time to time as she read it until it finally led her to Christ. Some ministers make constant use of leaflets in their pastoral work. They open the way for conversation and are often better than words, for a soul under conviction is sometimes disposed to quarrel, but one cannot quarrel with a tract. It never loses its temper, never answers back, and sticks to what it has said. Besides, you can send a leaflet to many places where you cannot go yourself. People in sorrow or sickness love to be remembered, and boys think more of a minister who occasionally gives them a bright leaflet. A man wrote me that in a town where he had used why a boy should be a Christian, 45 people on their examination for church membership testified that they attributed their conversion mainly to that leaflet. Housekeepers can use tracts to good advantage. Lay them on the parlor table so that callers may read them while waiting. Often there is enough time for one to be converted while a lady is preparing for her visitors. Give them to the milkman, the grocer, and the postman. Enclose them in letters, library books, and packages. Businessmen have fine opportunities for this kind of work. A man once said, I cannot speak in meetings, but if you will supply me with choice reading matter, I will pay for it and enclose it in the packages which go out of my store. Recently, a customer uttered an oath in a New York business house. The proprietor quietly handed him a tract entitled, Why Do You Swear? The man read it. Tears came to his eyes and he said, I beg your pardon, sir. Never mind me, said the other. But don't you think you had better ask for God's pardon? It was his name that you profaned. I will do it, sir, said the man and he shook his hand warmly. It is not easy to rebuke a swearer, but anyone can say, here is a leaflet which you may find helpful, or he can mail one to every profane person he knows. Teachers can make good use of leaflets. Those who cannot talk with their pupils can put into their hands the wise words of others. Old-fashioned tracts will not do for boys. They want something that sparkles with life, rivets attention and stops when it gets there. We all know this is a busy age. People have no time, or think that they do not, to read books on religion. 
But if you put into their hands something attractive, interesting, and which can be read in a few minutes, it is sure of attention. I am convinced that anyone can easily multiply his influence twentyfold by a wise use of printer's ink. J. Hudson Taylor, the founder of the great China Inland Mission, was converted by a leaflet when he was fifteen years old. Dr. R. A. Torrey, dean of the Bible Institute of Los Angeles, says that there are two kinds of ammunition that he always carries with him, the Bible and a package of leaflets. A ticket agent who gave away a tract with every ticket sold said that over twenty persons wrote him saying the leaflets he gave them had been blessed to their conversion. One of the greatest secrets of success in Christian work is to have something to give away. Thus you can always secure attention, even among strangers, and open the way for conversation. With a kindly smile, you can hand one a leaflet saying, Would you like something to read? After it is read, the most natural thing is to talk about it. By offering a tract, I have often detained people at the close of a service and thus found an opportunity for Christian conversation. In this way, nine people recently remained to get a leaflet, and all of them knelt with me and accepted Christ. Never give away a tract unless you know its contents. Use all the tact you have and pray for more. An old man said to a train boy, No, I don't want your popcorn. Don't you see I haven't any teeth? Buy some gumdrops then, nice fresh gumdrops. That boy knew how to adapt himself to his customers, and so should we. Occasionally, select a good tract and print the name of your church or Sunday school on it with an invitation to attend the services. Canvas the whole neighborhood and leave a tract at every house. A physician told me recently that three times in three different cities, and at intervals of about a year, someone put into his pocket without his knowledge a little blue card containing the words, Have you a home in heaven, where the angels are, and where your mother is, etc. The first two cards made him think, but the third came when he had just lost his mother, and it led him to Christ. None of the three people knew that they were supplementing each other's work, yet they were. None of the three ever knew that any good came from the card that they dropped into the stranger's pocket, but he knew, God knew, and that was enough. We shall never know all the good that comes from this kind of silent preaching, but we know enough to make it almost criminal for us to neglect it.